Hey, man, it's uh, me, Kevin Smith. Jason Mewes. And speaking of Comic-Con, join Comics Online in San Diego July 21st for their third annual Comic Concert. This is badass. Featuring geek rock artists, including Random Gibberish, Kirby Crackle, and some surprise celebrity guests. Comics Online has a contest, so if you're listening, you like comics, enter to win limited edition Comic Con t-shirts, DVDs, for all the rules. Sign in to comicsonline.com or like Comics Online at Facebook or follow these motherfuckers on Twitter at Comics Online. Just as the way as it sounds is how it's spelled. Comics Online. Everything geek pop culture. And he cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. And when he cried, seven Spoiler alert, you're listening to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 11, Episode 13, Emerald Podcasters, recorded June 25th, 2011. This episode, Kevin and Dune are eventually joined by Josh Dix and Chad. Topics include the Green Lantern movie, Ryan Dunn, Transformers 3, John Byrne, Invincible and Walking Dead, FF, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, DC and X-Men reboots, comic concert, Wonder Woman, and True Blood. Additional music by Kirby Crackle. Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast. Season 11, episode 13. I'm your host, Kevin Goswan, and with me as usual is my co-host, Dune Murderous. hey oh, I had to draw it out because I don't have anything to say. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, I don't really have a lot to say, but then there's a lot going on anyway. Yeah, um, there's a lot going on. There's a new Green Lantern movie. You kids like the Green Lantern. I do. I do like the Green Lantern. There's a Can convention about the coming Green up. Lantern movie yet? Uh, no. Oh, well, fuck. See, that's something. Did you see it? I did see it. I saw it, uh, the Friday, I think, yeah, I think I saw it opening night. Did you wear a t-shirt with a Green Lantern symbol on it so everyone knew that you're a really cool guy? You know what? That's what I wore to work during the day, underneath my regular clothes. Oh, my. (laughs) You're like an IT superman. Right, right. So I had the Green Lantern shirt on all day. You know, I had like a green shirt on, and so I put that underneath. And uh, and then, but when I, I I put on a Comics Online shirt, I couldn't find a green one though. I don't know where the hell my green one is. Um, so I wore a red one because I'm filled with rage. Yeah, how you are. Um, but uh, oh, but I wore my ring. I uh, you know I wore I got the uh, the limited edition. It's not really not like when limited. you go out swinging and to bars and stuff, where you take your ring off and slide in your pocket till you get home. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, except for this one, is a big chunk of metal and plastic that I got from Toys R Us. It's the Toys R Us exclusive. Oh my uh, gosh! Die cast uh, Green Lantern ring. The the sh- shit of it is, it's um. It it doesn't uh, light up. Was it supposed to light up, or well, are it's you a Green just... Lantern ring? So I want it to light up. I don't. Have you ever seen one that does light up? They're all just chunks of plastic. You in the comic book shop? Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I've seen I've seen some that light up before. In fact, I used to have one. I bought one from Six Flags because you know Six Flags is like the big uh, Warner Brothers DC, whatever bonanza. Um, yeah, gives me motion sickness. Yeah. So uh, so I I went into their little um, uh, gift shop or whatever and got one that was basically like kind of silicone rubbery sort of thing. It's you know it's all green and uh, translucent. And I hate to tell you, but you bought a cock ring. <laughs> Shut up. All right, sweet. Uh, it's a light-up cock ring. Exactly. Uh, um, yeah, so, yeah, fun stuff. So was the movie disappointing? No, no. I Well, you know, it, it's, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, yet another solid comic book movie like i would have done a ton of stuff different but at the same time it was totally enjoyable i would have just not made the movie i'm just saying if i was in charge of the project i would i would drop the ball really that's what i would do i like well, to get realistic when i go when i if i made this movie that that's then i usually follow then, it up with then you would, I, I would fail it up. you would fail yeah, yeah. like boxy's episode two just saying well, that one's Sam, but yes, that is failing regardless. <laughs> I only say that because I like the first one, <coughs> first episode. I know, so I know, I know. It's just you need to have forty-eight hours to work nonstop. It's hard to get nowadays. You know, I got I got the kids now, the dog and the cat. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so speaking of rage, this uh, this podcast is brought to us by uh, by a red drink, uh, Smirnoff cranberry and lime premium malt mixed drink it's this one's for the ladies wow that is depressing i'm drinking wait mine's just as depressing i'm drinking a uh the the two buck chuck cabernet sauvignon or whatever but right. but i'm drinking it out of like a plastic cup with a lid and a straw with ice because <laughs> it's so fucking hot I want to just go to like a like a vineyard and do the vineyard tour while drinking this like the ugliest american ever that's awesome. You should do that. We should do that when I come to town. You can go I want to go to the, the one Charles in uh, Shaw Rancho Bernardo. Vineyards. Yeah, let's go to Charles Shaw Vineyards or the Franzia Vineyards. I think those are all too far. I think the Franzia Vineyards are in Inglewood. Mm. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah, you do. I get it. And just like the uh, the Newport plant is in Inglewood. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. All right. So, All so, right, so tell me so, about this movie. So this. Dick says he's trying to find my mic. I think it, a guy who was using my computer while I was on leave stole it. Mm. Mm. I expect better from our troops. Yeah. Fucking soldiers. Actually, I just kind do? of expect them to get shot. So I, guess I expect a lot worse from the troops. Really. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Not a great job. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, it was a good movie. I liked uh, I, I liked seeing all of the the variation in the races of lanterns because you know you you read the comic and you're like oh this is very cool. No, I don't. Then, all right, when one might read the comic. Uh, all right, I know I can follow. Yeah, <laughs> and sees a ton of the uh, the different races and whatnot. Uh, you. you you get, uh, you know, you think, ooh, that's cool. I want to learn more about them. And 
and it's just the same thing, only, you know, obviously a hell of a lot more detailed because it's CGI rather than a comic book. Did they not ruin things? Did, did they not, like, pull, like, the X-Men thing of changing everyone up way too much? Mm, eh, a little bit. I, I thought uh, this Hal Jordan was a whole lot more... I mean, because the thing is, he looks... He doesn't look like Hal Jordan. He looks like... Uh, what do you Ryan call Reynolds. Kyle... Kyle uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds looks more like Kyle Rayner. He looks like the guy from Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Right. Yeah, he does. Yeah, Van Wilder. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that movie. That was a really bad movie. Except really good. Nah, that is incorrect. I think that was one of those, uh, in my opinion, successful uh, homages to 80s bullshit college movies. It just seemed like a bullshit college movie and not an homage and not anything to yeah. me. Yeah. I did watch uh, The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia over over the past course of podcasting. That was that was incredibly good. Wild and Wonderful Whites? Of West Virginia. Are, is their last name white or do they just yeah, have Yeah, their last Caucasian? name's white. They are white, though, but because they're <laughs> from, like, the Appalachian Valley. But it's such a good documentary. It's, like, produced by Johnny Knoxville, and it follows these guys that are uh, – it's a family that kind of – they're uh, – the grandpa in the family was, like, a country hillbilly tap dancer and, like, rose to fame and then got shot. And then, like, his sons tried to carry on the flame and got shot <laughs> from strange circumstances and then one of the sons is still alive and they did a documentary about him in the 80s but the family's all just messed up and just it's just so hillbilly messed up drug addicts like all over the place but it's really interesting and really good documentary and uh and hank williams the third is in it which i always appreciate hmm. but uh yeah incredible documentary it's been out for a while though but yeah all right yeah so i watched that 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 almost had to do with comic books Hmm. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, Green Lantern was good. <laughs> so, so you still haven't seen it then? No, no, no. I don't even know if I will. Yeah. I don't know if I'll see anything. Well, you know, if, if you really aren't into the, the comics, then, you know, fuck it. Well, then the, most of the people seeing it, I would argue, are not really into the comics. That's probably true as well. That's probably yeah. what, why it didn't do as well as uh, they had hoped. Everybody oh, was saying, did, oh it, you know, it the, bombed a little. The weekend, yeah, yeah, they were saying, oh, the weekend return. They only made a hundred million. Oh, sorry. Oh yeah. You know what wow, I mean? That is not doing well on Rotten Tomatoes though. Twenty six percent. Yeah, I, I would put it into my. Ooh, top critics is at seventeen percent. I, maybe top five, but probably not. But top ten. Yeah, we need to expand our list because up until mm, eight years ago, all comic book movies were shitty. So now we, we kept on going on and on like, this is top five, this is top five. But now that there's more uh, comic book movies that are more than five of them, I guess, that are notable at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's become a whole genre, finally. Bridesmaids was 90%. So, you know, that's different. I still have not seen that. Yeah, I have not, not really I haven't seen anything out right now. Oh, I, I, 
I TiVo goddamn hangover too. That was an abortion. I did it while cleaning stuff and watching the background. That was a really, really bad movie. You TiVo'd a witch? Uh, hangover too. Oh, really? It was that bad, huh? It just it just felt like the executives saw the first one. They're like, ah, oh, we could do this. All right, let's just make it crazier. And it was just like, it was just, there's nothing redeemable about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to see that to yeah. see if I agree with you. I didn't see the first one mm-hmm. in the theater either. I uh, I saw it on... Um, Devo? No, uh, on the... Oh, you know what? I got it. You know, I saw it really late. I, I got it went from Comic-Con last year. I got it as a freebie. Oh, yeah. Um, Solid. From the wonderful folks over at uh, Legendary Pictures. Yeah, they are. They are wonderful, and I love them, and I hope they have another breakfast this year because that was so just just right. Some would argue it's the most important meal of the day. It, it's if, Around Comic-Con time, it sure as hell is. I go with dinner. I, I know it's not, you know, what the scientists say, but as a juggalo, I don't really care much for scientists. But, uh, <laughs> dinner, you what? put preparation into it. You can do stuff. Breakfast is like, oh, God, I need to put stuff in my face before I work. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Hmm. So I'm still watching Voyager. <laughs> You're still not through, huh? No, I've been busy. I don't know what with, but I've been busy. And, uh, yep, still season five now. Seeing that sweet, sweet seven and nine. Cool. Did you hear her on the Nerdist podcast recently? Yeah. How, oh, she she knows about biology and she can co- whatever. Hey. Just because she's perfect. Just because she's like six feet tall and good looking blonde woman with a successful entertainment career with a husband who is successful in his career and has more money than we will ever see. Yeah, just because of all that yeah. doesn't mean she's better than me. Hmm. Well, I guess that is a list of reasons why she's better than me, but still. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Did you get something cool for Father's Day? Uh, I did, actually. Have you ever you been get? to, you know, this, you probably have never been there. Um, there's Ooh. a, uh, well, because you don't have Apple products. Well, I also um, don't leave the house. <laughs> uh yeah grove uh there's this company called grove or grove made or something like that uh where they make bamboo um iphone and ipad products and so what i got was a uh was a custom ipad case that's like bamboo it's like a bamboo case and then the the cover for it is uh leather and uh, i got a custom one where the uh the artwork on it is uh is this year's comics online uh uh t-shirt slightly wow. altered that's actually really impressive and nice yeah did you have to get it for yourself cuz i don't believe kendrick's capable of uh putting all that together mm, he had help <laughs> from you yeah <laughs> You let him sit in the room while you picked it up for yourself? Well, no. He and Julia decided that that's what they were going to get, and they were like, hey, would you want a Comics Online uh, artwork on it? And, you know, and if so, you're going to have to provide it. So you know, I got the original artwork from George. <clears throat> I actually bought you a Newsarama one. I hope that you'll use that instead. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Newsarama, I wish I was... Yes. 
well. Did you get like food and stuff from being a father? Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, we uh, Ken is in San Diego right now with his mother. <sighs> with his mother, uh, uh, for um, damn it. Yeah, for well, you know, the thing is, it's it's funny. It's uh, during Mother's Day, he's with me, and during Father's Day, he's with her. So whatever, you know, I just told him this year. I'm like, look, just switch them. You know, yeah. we can just, you know, can probably should have done this for a while, but yeah, <laughs> just switch to them. Yeah, um, not talk. All right. You know, what'd you say? I said you could talk. Right. <laughs> Good. And she can act like a cock. Yeah, she can. Uh, <laughs> what a dick. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, yeah. So and then Julie and I went to uh, a fancy brunch, which I'm a big fan of brunch. I don't know if I've told you this before. I, I fucking passionate love about brunch. I am gay for brunch. I, I love brunch. Did you see like my tweet gay about brunch? brunch? What? Did you see my tweet about brunch? Mm-mm, what'd you say? Said I'm about to take the gay snack market by storm with my new product, Brunchables. What? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> oh, I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah, you're part of the gay snack market. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I went to the Bally High on uh on Father's Day. You did? Yeah. I realized I only had one of their Mai Tais, so I realized their food is pretty horrible. But their Mai Tai is the greatest drink in town. The uh, the Bally High. Um, uh-huh. That's the one down there, PB Drive and Mission. No, it's on Shelter Island. Or in Shelter. Yeah. In Shelter Island? Yep, it's on Shelter Island. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, I've been there. It's I a was big there t- with t- a, uh, uh, an interest group. Ooh, yeah! You, <laughs> God damn, their mai tais are so good. But yeah, I went there and I got. My, I had mai tais. I got my father a uh, bottle of uh, of the Captain Morgan Special Reserve. You know, it's classy because they have a cork. What? Yeah. And the captain was there. Yeah, he was. Nice. That yeah. sounds like a good time. So how? So how was their brunch? I um, didn't go to I brunch. Mean, actually, I went to dinner there. I've I've uh, been to brunch there. Because uh, there's a while that we went there all the time because my dad's company roofed their roof and they, like, didn't have enough money to pay. So they gave, like, a stack of gift cards. And my family went there quite often. And we went to the uh, Father's Day brunch there last year, actually, which was fucking incredible. Amazing crab legs and shit. Mai Tai's is the greatest meal of my life. For uh, for brunch before, I, you know, like I said, I'd been there before in the evening, you know, for cocktails and whatnot. But yeah, get that cock chasing some tails. <laughs> <laughs> am I right? You are right, or I am right. what? Whatever. One of us is right. I'm One of us sure. is correct now. That's correct, also. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, so yeah, I went to this place called. Um, oh, what's it called? I always want to call it Brigantine because I'm from San Diego and that's the fish place. Um, it is called something different, um, and it is tasty. Uh, they they didn't have crab legs, and I was a little bit disappointed f- uh, to see that. But then once I ate everything, I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't even care. You know, they oh, I still sti- would care. My passion for crab legs and rum-based drinks is not surpassed by anything. 
Oh, I do love some... Whoa, shit. I pulled my headphones out. Uh, I do love some crab cakes. Uh, no crab cakes. Crab, crab legs. Uh, sorry, crab legs. Crab, crab legs and rum right. drinks. That's they, all I want to have the rest of my life. Um, I do love some crab legs, but uh, they had this nice uh, seared tuna, um, and they had uh, a couple of types of... Uh, salmon they had like a hot one and a cold one and then i had um some oysters on the half shell and oyster power yeah yeah what else anyway it was good and i had a nice uh spicy uh uh what do you call that tomato juice drink what's it called a bloody mary that's right Mm mm-hmm so that was my Father's Day. Well, that's lovely. It was. That's lovely. And you didn't have to deal with that little monster. Well, you know. That's a, that's a plus. <laughs> I was going to make some cock joke, but whatever. He's not. Uh, he's not going through your wallet, taking out 20s, trying to buy weed like he does every day. Mm, in my mind. In your mind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is he is he okay? Still mourning the loss of Ryan Dunn? Is he is he hanging in there? Did you see on uh, Facebook? I I posted the the photo of him and Ryan Dunn from last year's Comic Con party. Do you want me to edit some like uh, angel wings or something on Ryan Dunn and make him look like a uh, like at the end of Jedi, like Obi Wan? Oh, that'd be great. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a shame. You know, he seemed like the least douchey among that group. Yeah, it's not hard to be the least douchey among that group. <laughs> it is uh, bad, though, when Steve-O outlives you. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess Johnny Knoxville doesn't seem all that douchey, but, you know, really it was between him and uh, Ryan Dunn. Yep. Yeah. Well, now we know how, who the least douchey is, so that's good, right. you know? Good job, Johnny. Now it's all yours. Yeah. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. I think it's funny that uh, Chicago newspaper... Oh, Ebert. Ebert, yeah, that guy. Egbert, Dogbert, Ebert. Right. Um, Apparently he tweeted and said, uh, you know, something to the effect Controversy. Yeah. (laughs) Don't be a jackass and drink and drive. Yeah. And they're like... And people got all upset about that. It's like, hello... Yeah, dude, the dude died killed someone because he was drunk driving. And shut the fuck up. You know, I bet you Ryan Dunn would say the same damn thing if he was alive. If he had survived it, he'd be like, yeah, don't be a jackass. And he, you know, there you go. Don't be a jackass like me. Right, that's him saying that from Beyond. From Beyond. And we're back. So now we've got Dix with us. Dix is uh, about to head out to uh, a lovely vacation for about a year. Uh, I know we're all really jealous of you. Um, it's I understand there's mountains and desert and, you know, fun sand. stuff like that. Sand and more sand. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so congratulations on your, uh, you know, getting to go out and see the world. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, if you do anything exciting, uh, you know, make sure that uh, once once you're cleared to, you know, we get to podcast about it. Oh, yeah, I definitely will. Um, also, one thing I was looking to do was maybe ask around guys I'm stationed with and stuff like that and write, like, a, in a couple months some, mm-hmm. uh, like, geeky soldier-type shit. I don't know. Sounds like fun to me. So look for something like that maybe around christmas time like gift guide for the uh the geeky soldier you know that'd be great man and if you guys uh if you guys have a gift guide of uh hey send us stuff to uh wherever it is your station you know if you got your uh uh apo or whatever we still haven't been what our apo is yet but you know, by then you'll you'll have it. Yeah, no, by then. But everyone's like, well, all family members are like, what's your APO? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean you don't know? I'm like, they haven't told us yet. They don't even know. Yeah. So, well, once you know all uh, that stuff, then and we can, uh, you know, we we can get maybe some listeners who are interested in supporting the troops uh, by by sending you some fun stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Alright. Hang on, Josh might actually be coming. Oh, I think he is. Yay. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Powell. Yeah. Alright. Hello everybody. <laughs> After all this time last time Josh was on was uh, season nine sometime, I think. Uh if this is eleven, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so uh so here we are, season eleven, episode thirteen. With Josh Powell. Grand. All right. Good to be here. So what would you think about, we were talking about earlier, we were talking about the uh, the Green Lantern movie. What would you think about that, Josh? Haven't uh, actually seen it yet. I was going to see it with uh, the Comics Online Junior, but uh, then it, it uh, didn't happen. Damn it. Yeah. It was, well, that's it a shame. It's definitely an origin story. You, <laughs> oh, yeah pretty much just showing how he got the ring and all. I saw in the trailers that Avin Sir and it looks like uh, Sinistro is one of the good guys in the in the movie, right? Yep. It's, it's yeah. a super you know, plot for like the first, I don't know, 90% of the movie and then all the action happens at the end like really fast and you're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> how did the uh, CG costume uh, work for you guys? I understand there was some concern about that. I was worried about it before I saw the movie. When I saw it, I thought it was fine. I mean, yeah. it's kind of ridiculous, but, you know, yeah. so is this almost magical ring, so whatever. How about uh, Ryan Reynolds? I guess that's the main question. He how, Was he a decent Hal? He seems almost like more of a Kyle-ish type guy. He's kind of on the <laughs> continuum heading that way. That's exactly <laughs> what I said earlier. Thanks, Josh. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that, that's just what I said. Um, you know, had they, you know... I, they they really if they wanted if they wanted Hal Jordan um, they should have hired Captain Tight Pants. Um, Who? <laughs> uh, you know, good old uh, Malcolm Reynolds, aka Castle, aka whatever his real name is. I don't know why I can't remember this guy's name. Oh, Fillion. Brain Thank problems. You. Yeah, Fillion. Um, who that played was- him in the the most recent uh, direct to video from from DC? Oh, really? Yeah. And to me, he's more of a Hal Jordan. 
Yeah. And kind Ryan a, Reynolds would be a great Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's perfect Kyle. Because uh, Fillion's a, a little older, kind of a, a sort of a, a test pilot kind of guy. He looks like, um, you know, he's a... He's a little a, stuffier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was there? Speaking of, of these people, were there any like hints or suggestions of the other uh, GLs? You know, did they like name drop Guy Gardner or anything like that? Nope. And I figure no. that's something that would would happen in a in a future one. I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll name drop him in the next one because, <laughs> like most good, I guess you could say. Uh, comic book movies they definitely set it up for the sequel yeah my prediction is what we'll see with uh green lantern 2 is we're gonna see uh the sinestro core and the manhunters and the uh the guardian is gonna be like whoa 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 3600 is not enough green lanterns we're gonna need john stewart you think they're already going to come with this Sinestro Corps? I don't know how you guys feel about uh, spoilers, but it, did uh, Sinestro freak out already by the end of this one? Uh, yes. uh, well, you know, uh, spoilers. <laughs> this is Comics Online, goddammit. And you know by now that we're all about the spoilers. Uh, yes. Uh, in the middle of the credits, not at the end, but in the middle of the credits, he puts on the yellow ring and is like, fuck yeah. Oh, really? Okay. So that didn't last too long. And then it had uh, the usual uh, the sort of A-list core members that, that everybody always sees with uh, Kilo Wog and, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, actually, I did like Michael Clark Duncan as Kilo You did or didn't? I did. They used Duncan as the voice. Huh? That's interesting. I had heard that... Um, Macho Man was going to be Kilowog in the uh, animated one very recently, and then I guess they had to change their plans, or was I just completely wrong about that? I thought I had read something that said he got signed to do the voice for uh, animated Green Lantern Kilowog like a month before he died. Yeah. And then I I don't remember who plays him in, you know, in in things like... uh... Uh, you know, the various DC things. I want to say it's, uh, what's his Cactus name, Steve Jack. Bloom? Uh-huh. No? The guy who plays Wolverine? I, I don't know. I don't remember. If Matt were hey. here, you could tell us. But anyway, the point is, uh, he did an okay job. Um, you know, if, if, you know, if you think about Michael Clark Dun- Duncan, whether it's from Daredevil or from, you know, any of his other roles, you know, he does, he's a big impo- imposing dude, much like Kilowog, so. yeah. But I mean, even so, Kilowog is supposed to be just freaking gigantic. Did they did they CGI him up so that he was like even huger? How did they make that work? Oh yeah, well because it wasn't a guy in a suit. It was it was all CGI for Kilowog. Okay, so you're saying it just helped the uh, other actors uh, get into the mood by actually relating when they were on the uh, blue screen or whatever. It was. Oh, easy I'm not even for talking about that. Up. I'm talking about uh, you know, it, it helped the the people who were watching you know the the audience say oh you know you've got that that voice that you associate with a big guy already which one is the one that's sort of a avian like a like a bird faced guy i i thought he had like a name actor associated with him oh i don't recall not the fish guy no no not the fish guy but um was there uh 
was there a a uh, cameo for her? what's the what's the planet lantern uh mogo or uh, mogo yeah that would have been <laughs> no <awesome. laughs> uh although i understand uh in the latest uh direct to dvd thing uh which is i guess kind of a um anthology of green lantern tales um they they tell the tale of that they told in like spotlight from the 60s um where it's uh mogo doesn't socialize mogo or something doesn't socialize yeah i saw that in uh a collected that's uh alan moore's dc works that trade is in there he did that uh circa circa 1980 was it 80 it just yeah it was, um, maybe it was just the art looked very 60s ish <laughs> right. Yeah, it was just a, you know, one of his little twist humorous stories. It was the same one where uh he he wrote the he wrote the story a couple of years later in Tales of the GL Corps about uh, you know, when Abin served whatever it was and uh Qual of the Nine Inversions put the thought in his head that his ring might fail him. It was a little bit of a backstory as to how this mighty Green Lantern could uh you know, who can fly under interstellar space under his own power, as later established, was A cruising around in a spaceship to begin with, and B crashed the thing. Oh. Yeah, they explained that in the movie universe. What they say, because like, I mean, that always seemed it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the guy's powers eventually grow to the point where his origin story doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was uh, he, he had some he was on a cargo ship. He had cargo with him. And uh, and and when uh, what is it called? Uh, what's the yellow monster called? Parallax. 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 Um, <laughs> what's yeah. that? Big bird. <laughs> uh, parallax attacks and uh, is destroying the ship, and he escapes in a, an escape pod. And I'm not sure what the deal was with the escape pod. That part didn't make sense. I mean, because it, it made sense that he was on a you know a ship, and I, I think it was cargo, but maybe it was research. But the point point is, he needed more than a ring uh, to do whatever he was doing, and uh, and then. He jumps it. Well, I mean, he's injured. He's he's uh, fatally injured by uh, parallax. Uh, puts a talon through his chest, okay. and uh, so he he jumps that'll in this sting. escape pod, yeah. which throws him to Earth. And I guess that's why. But you would think he would just be like, "All right, Ring, fix this shit, and let's go." Well, can the can the Ring do that though? I mean, it can make constructs, but it can't. I mean, it's not like they can shape change with it or do other things. I mean, he'd have to have like a really awesome grasp of his own anatomy to make like an energy version of it enough just to keep from bleeding out. Right. I mean, isn't well, that, right. the... but you know, you think of the stuff that, uh, that they've done, um, you know, with it, you know, you can make intricate electronics, um, you know, you can communicate, uh, you know, intergalactic distances. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, but it seems like the ring is is sort of more in a physics realm, and what was needed there was more like biology, you know. I yeah. Mean, uh, and in terms of just like power rank, I, I'm sure it would be fine. But like creating like wormholes is different from making your vasculature system keep working. You get Matt and or crows in here. They probably know. <laughs> oh, like, are they the uh, are they the GL guys? Yeah, they're really into Green Lantern themselves. 
Okay. So, I mean, did you guys feel it was successful overall? I was a little worried when I saw it because it just seems like they're going to have a hard time, you know, with Green Lantern almost more than anybody, like, not turning it into a, a cartoon, basically. You know, I I enjoyed it, and I hope that people took their kids to it and their kids enjoyed it because what I've learned recently is it doesn't matter what we think. It matters what the kids want. That's true. I went to... Uh, you true. Know, oh. Right before this, I went to... That's what I want. You went soft, Kevin. <laughs> no, wait, <laughs> but, but, but hear me out here. I have some reasoning. Um I went so to I'm Toys R Us. The world and the light shine down from the back of the back. <laughs> I went to Toys R Us, and you know, Green Lantern has got an entire shelf packed with stuff, and another yeah. half a shelf packed with stuff, and then, but then, you you have to mow through. Probably, I I would say, and this is a conservative es- estimate, about a dozen. Uh, shelves worth of Cars 2 merchandise just to right. get to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. And so if the little kids don't dig the shit out of Hal Jordan, yeah. this shit is not going to go. They ain't going to be no GL2. Right. And, you know, and I bet I bet there will be one. I mean... I'm it's just... doing pretty well, right? It, it led the box office at least a weekend. Yeah, but but you know what I heard was they they were disappointed in in the returns, mm. but you know fuck it. I, I imagine they'll make a second one. Um, okay. What what's the what's the story with uh, um, first Avenger? That's the next comic he one coming out, right? What's the what's the timeline on that? Well, the next the very Fourth next comic he one is is mon- <laughs> Monday. If you're in San Diego, not that I'll uh, actually get this. Uh, Edited by then, uh-huh. uh, but uh, Monday in San Diego we've got uh, Transformers Three: The Dark of the Moon. Uh, so that's the next one. But then uh, come minus Megan Fox, right? Minus Apparently, Megan Megan Fox the, because she compared the director to Hitler or something like that, right? And and uh, Spielberg took exception. <laughs> right, <laughs> makes a solid point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but whatever. Fuck, you know, she doesn't like the guy, she doesn't like the guy. Caleb will be hosting that one for the first time. Yeah, Caleb. Will I'm be still not going, even though Caleb's hosting thing. it. Why? Seriously? <laughs> Dude, I, all I've done is complain about Transformers. That was like one of the very few movies I've had to just turn off pretty short into it because it was so horrible. Wow. Not, I'm not watching number three of that. <laughs> I heard uh, two was a fiasco, although it made a whole lot, a whole lot of money. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah. And it was. Uh, yeah. Yep, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I, it, it's a good popcorn movie, but in terms of just like but being like a Transformers story, movie yeah. was bullshit. But the first one was too. Yeah. They're both good co- popcorn movies, but in terms of being a Transform- Transformers movie, they were awful. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for a little bit of nostalgia, but uh, I don't know if there's enough there to support it. I mean, it's not like... it's They, they just basically got to do the same movie over and over again, right? Which, I mean, I guess is kind of what Michael Bay has been doing all along anyway, but in a way, but it's just, you know, clashing... 
yeah, killer robots in the in the middle of the city blowing up stuff. All right, I mean it's yeah, it's an expanded version of the cartoon. It was definitely a, a cool toy. Are are actual functioning transformers back in the stores now? Yeah, yeah, and they have been for a little bit. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the last game that came out about a year ago uh, had a bunch of toys associated with it, and they, well, and I'm sure for the movies too, but that's the uh, the one that I got last Comic-Con. I got a Bumblebee uh, from Activision. Thank you very much, Activision. Oh, okay. I was, nice. uh, I was in Walmart today buying some packing stuff and passed by the toy section, and there's all kinds of, like, big floor displays on the middle of the aisle with, like, just tons and tons of Transformer stuff. Some of them are remake of- versions of the uh, of the old school Transformers toys. Oh, really? Re- yeah. Re-engineered, sort of? Yeah. Re-engineered, right. repackaged. Did you guys have a Transformers back when you were young lads? Dixon Dune, did you have Transformers in, in your generation? No, I had Ninja Turtles. That was my time period. Uh, that was your thing. Lots, okay, lots okay. of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I were kind of petering out by the time I was really playing with toys. I mean, we had Beast Wars, which was pretty awesome, but like the old school, old school stuff, not really. Yeah. Speaking of Ninja Turtles, I, I thought I read somewhere that Laird is actually, or Eastman, one of the two, is is uh, trying to relaunch the original series, right? He's, he's making a new Ninja Turtles comic. Have you guys uh, heard Yeah. That? Yeah, I heard yeah. about that. Uh, in fact, he, I want to say he alluded to that in, in our uh, interview like two years ago. Oh, really? He was already thinking about that then? I think so. Because one of them, one of them does. He's like publishing heavy metal now, right? And then the yeah, other one. Yeah, and that's is, Kevin Eastman. Right, and then I think it was. Uh, I can't remember which one it was, but he's going to try and and bring it back. I had only ever read a few issues of the comic book. It sort of took off as a phenomenon ahead of of like the print thing. You know, it definitely was not like the current comic book movies where they, they've got like a, a readership like most people heard about tmnt you know through the cartoon or, or the movie or the toys before they even heard of the comic you know it's almost like the the comic spun off of them even well, though it's such it's a first. vastly different comic than a tv show you know right the comic yeah. was essentially satire <laughs> of all the ridiculousness going on and the tv show was just the ridiculousness that was going on <laughs> right yeah yeah they just sort of lost the core of the thing and they're like here you go but uh oh well i guess um i guess it's about time it's been like 20 years since uh since that comic well they've been doing stuff non-stop though they have the animated show the animated movie For, this and that right, yeah. and- Who's the other guy, though, Kevin? Because Kevin Eastman has always been about rebooting stuff, but it seems like the other guy is not as into it. Yeah, Peter Laird kind of uh, dropped out. And, you know, I guess they just decided, you know, that there's no, like, big animosity, but they're like, you know, they don't uh, enjoy working with, with with each other that much. Well, they created it when they were, like, 19. It's like, right. he's like, are right. we really still oh, rehashing not- this one? Right. <laughs> I didn't expect to still be connected to the hip to you when we're forty something. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
that kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, the, the the way the Claremont burn dynamic was supposed to be back in the Dark Phoenix days, right? A little bit uh, prickly. Oh, was it? Do you remember that, Kev? Yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, I guess Chris Claremont and John Byrne are not uh, are not really big fans of are you saying other. chris claremont may be hard to work with <laughs> <laughs> apparently they're both pretty hard to work with and uh they're they're two they're two uh people who just uh you know you put them in the same room and they can come up with some good stuff but there was no chance that the chemistry was going to be solid i was looking at something online the funny thing is you know good john Byrne hater contention out there really yeah well you know, I, I understand it because he, he is kind of a dick. You know, I mm-hmm. met him in person, and, uh, well, you know, I'd seen him be a dick, but yeah. he was never a dick to me. Yeah. Um, a you know, as a kid, here. I would walk up and just be like, hey, will you sign this? And he'd sign it. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, like uh, back in the day, we did that comic book, uh, you know, with Chris and Dan. Yeah. Um, we did uh, a comic book, and the, the inside covers were uh, were blank. And I got a bunch of people, a bunch of artists and writers to sign it. And I said, "Hey, being as though you're, you know, you're uh, known to have the the biggest head in comics, um, you know, will you sign yours? You know, sign your signature really big?" And he's like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> 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 he really dug it. You know, John Bird. You know, really big. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so Burn instead uh, of Hancock. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, I I have my complaints about Burn, and I think they're valid. You know, I think that uh, uh, you know, like some other ADD folks I know, <coughs> me, <coughs> uh, <laughs> he has a hard time uh, finishing things, uh, like uh, Next Men, right? Uh, you know, X Men. Um, what was that called? Not First, first class. class, right? Was it called First Class? I think it was, yeah. X-Men, The Hidden Years. The Hidden Years, there you the go. Hidden years. Okay. It might have been called full First Class. But anyway, yeah, you know, he just kind of dropped that, you know. Ta-da, done. Uh, yeah. I don't feel like writing this anymore. And the same thing with Next men You're like, come on, this was a great series. And then, mm, whatever. I'm finished, yeah. Well, that's. I guess that's true. That's, that's true. He even... Even his baby was Alpha Flight, and he only stuck around with that for maybe a couple dozen issues. Yeah, I remember going through 12, and and then uh, it kind of went to hell after that. Yeah. Or exactly on 12. They killed Guardian. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, comics in, like, 1985. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> spoilers. Uh, right, spoiler. If you didn't get around to Alpha Flight 12 yet, uh, I, I, that reminds me. I, somebody was complaining about uh, that's that's sort of Joss Whedon's rap, right? That uh, people are his his whole anybody can die thing is starting to grate on some people. I guess. I think that's more of um, uh, what's his name, uh, Robert Kirkman these days. I don't know about well, Joss Whedon, maybe. Well, like, um, what do you mean? I haven't read any of his stuff in a, in a, in a while, I guess. But, uh, you know, last I heard, he relented and, and uh, restored 
what's her name, Element Girl, and everybody was thanking him effusively for that in the uh, strips. Is she dead again? Oh, no. You know, in no, Invincible? Yeah. Yeah, yeah in Invincible, uh, apparently that was intended from the beginning. He wasn't trying to kill her. He was trying to kill her and bring her back. Okay. Um, no, but I'm talking about Walking Dead. Yeah, but Walking Dead is like a a horror mag, you know? I mean, it would just yeah. be ridiculous for all those dudes. I mean, I, I don't think that's... The only it, the only thing that bothers me is for a while, Invincible was turning into Walking Dead because it was ironic that, that his hero name, because he was getting Vince pretty fucking hard every three or four issues. <laughs> getting the shit Vinced out of him. <laughs> it really was. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think he made a comment to the effect that he, you know, he realized things were getting a little bit severe and he was just going to... Uh, tone that down. Is he managing to keep up with his production schedule? What with uh, Walking Dead being on TV and all? Apparently so. And he uh, he wrote an, another episode of uh, the Walking Dead series as well for this coming season. Uh, September. Uh, yeah, October, I think. Okay. Um, in fact, got, Matt. So, uh, just got interviewed by CNN and uh, comic. You know, Matt from Comics Online will be on CNN asking uh, questions of the uh, the Walking Dead cast and crew about the upcoming season. Is that supposed to be on? I'm not sure. He's going to tell us though. Okay. Kind of well, neat anyway, though. They uh, went. We they went down to Mission Valley Mall and and you know interviewed. Not really interviewed, but had him ask on camera a few questions. And, uh, you know, of these people, and then they're going to cut to the answers uh, that will be filmed in studio. So it's going to be like the end of Man vs. Food, where people yell things and then he awkwardly answers later? Right. Exactly like that. (laughs) Okay, good. Now now I understand. Because it's such an awesome format. Yeah. (laughs) I got to repeat that. Totally natural. Um, yeah. yeah, but the the point I was making was, and I think we mentioned this the last podcast, is uh, uh, when when Chad was on, we were talking about uh, how uh, you know anyone can die, and and you know in the uh, back in the day when they were first about to leave the um, prison, you know Lori got shot and her baby got shot, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple episodes or episodes, a couple of issues ago. Uh, Carl got half his face blown off. Oh, man. Yeah. And so he's hanging on to life at the moment. Carl is sort of turning into a ghastly figure. He's like, um, you know, what's happening to humankind in a way. He started out all innocent, and then he had to blow away that other kid. And now it's like even if he lives, he's he's hardly, I mean, he's kind of monstrous himself. Yeah. Well, he's a product of his environment. It's all yeah. about the nurture. And uh, uh, you know, did you guys ever read Wolfman, Astounding Wolfman? Have you read that? I, I saw a trade of the first part of that. That's his other main thing, right? Did he farm that out yet? He farmed that out. I think uh, I read about two issues, and it seemed decent, but I just never got around to getting back to it. Mm-hmm. Chad's a big fan of it. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Ian, you ever read any of that? Uh, no. Actually, I gotta, I gotta run. I gotta go out to dinner. So. All right, man. Well, 
specialist dicks. Uh, you know, come back to us with a report whenever you can. Hey, and if you want, uh, if you want to record any MP3s while you're out in the sand, um, you know, do it, and we'll put it on the podcast. I'll see what I can do. Oh, before Dick's I go, diary. <laughs> yeah, one quick uh, note: uh, the Legend of Zelda uh, for the 3DS, yep. freaking awesome! It's just like the N64 version. The little kid in me is so stoked about it. <laughs> so awesome. I- I just wanted to get that out there before I left. Cool. Take care, man. All right. See you guys. See ya. Later, dicks. All right. So, uh, so what have you been reading, Josh? Uh, not not too much currently. I was looking at um, some of those issues of the uh, of the new Fantastic Four that you sent me, that looks like that's going to be turning out pretty well. It's uh, an extremely strange decision to have Spider-Man on the team. I notice he's like, all of a sudden now he's like in, in every team book, which yeah. is like weird. <laughs> but... He's been hanging out with Wolverine too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally, man. Come on. So, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. It was very touching that, uh, you know, Johnny recommended him for the for the fourth member and all, but I don't know if he would even accept. Yeah. And also, when is all this supposed to be going on? It seems like he's got, uh, I mean, Marvel time is quite flexible, but he's got, uh, you know, in between the uh, Avengers and the Secret Avengers and the Dark Avengers and his own mag and everything, I just don't know when he's going to have time, like how many hours are in the day. Granted, the time never passes, but that's just like, wow, man, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, Spider-Man's that thing same... is like responsibility to real life. You know, his, very, like the core of his gig is he's he's got to worry about... You know, Aunt May and and uh, whoever he's with, you know, on a on a relationship level, and and try to keep a roof over his head and everything. He didn't really have time to go fooling around on on cosmic adventures with the various uh, hero teams. You know well, what I, I mean? Right he's... now, they've kind of uh, explained that in the in the Spider-Man comic. I understand that they've said that, uh, uh, and I, actually, I haven't read it in a while, but uh, his boss. Um, who I don't exactly know who it is um, in the new fucking post-brand-new-day bullshit. Um, his, his boss has said that uh, he understands, you know, what's up. Like, his boss knows about him working for the Avengers, and so he's cool with it. His boss? I don't know who it is. I, I don't know. It's it's not, like, what's the story? It's not James. I don't even know. Hmm. So uh, wait a I second. Don't know he where knows I read that he's that. working with the Avengers. Uh, is it, I thought his uh, like he's a consultant to the Avengers under the covers. What? Oh, I thought I thought his secret identity was you know yeah back the under part. the covers. Yeah. So they think he's working for the Avengers in a, a civilian it, sort of capacity. Yeah, like he's a tech for them. Oh, okay. And so, uh, so anyway, he gets a paycheck from the Avengers. He gets a paycheck from fucking Fantastic Four. He's not hurting for money these days. I'm sure he can fucking take care of Aunt May financially at this point. I so, guess from the Avengers, although the FF, I never got the sense there even was a paycheck associated with that. I mean, they've always had, like, crazy finances. Everybody wonders 
how they pay for all the stuff, you know, reads overhead must just be tremendous. And think about how many patents alone. that guy has, though. <laughs> All yeah, he's selling technology constantly, yeah. and he's just like, you know, that's part of his mutant power. Figuring out what kind of uh, low end yet for the regular people, cutting edge technology he can sell without, uh, you know, compromising his uh, superiority over them. That is kind of troubling about Reed because it's like supposedly i mean surely he could invent that stuff but there's never even a suggestion really that he does you know he's been typically giant sized doohickeys that have no uh, relevance to anybody's actual life i mean what's the what's the market value of a galactus kidney energizer or whatever it was you know <laughs> when it came to you know what i mean i mean like where are you who's going to buy some of this stuff but, I don't think uh, that's really for him to worry about. That's part of his marketing team. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he farms that out to somebody. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, and then that, that might that, be very, that very thing. He's, you know, people come to him saying, "Well, uh, can you know, can you give us a uh, you know a faster microprocessor?" And he's like, "Well, I could probably do that in my sleep, but sure, here you go." Yeah. Yeah, there is some pretty high tech stuff in the in the Marvel verse, but nothing that's really all that useful. You know, heroes have their toys, but I think they even said, you know, how in the Fantastic Four um they discovered the the sort of council of reeds from the various different continuities who are sort of who got together. Mm-hmm. And uh a couple of them went to Earth and they're like, man, it is backward here. What have you been doing, Reed. Yeah, if you're gonna have somebody, if you're gonna have somebody like him and Stark and all the super brilliant people around on Earth, and all you get out of it are a couple of superheroes, they're kind of slacking. Yeah. Which is nice that the writer uh, actually mentions that. Yeah, because I mean, you know, it, it's the same thing with uh, Doctor Doom. You know, he could. Everybody talks about how if he weren't so screwed up, he really could be a great ruler of Latveria and apparently he manages that to some extent, you know, despite the insanity there their, you know, reasonably prosperous little Balkan area. But uh, you know, he could he could uh you know, he could really do some things. Those guys should be able to make like I mean Reed could save far more people by just devoting himself to like medical science for the most part, than he ever could by uh, futzing around with uh, in negative zone portals and whatnot. Agreed. You just rationalized the hell out of comics and took all the fun out of it. <laughs> I know. You're like, I'll read is morally lacking. <laughs> you hate Here's my book. It's called The Sane Professor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, oh well, uh, ever it has always been thus. I guess that's just the way it's got to go. What's going on? Doctor Strange is kind of the the same way because his powers were so vague and ill-defined. He could probably be doing more. Is he even extant in the Marvel universe anymore? He's been I mean, in I know the Avengers just... for quite some time. Oh, that's uh, right, because he's not even the Sorcerer Supreme anymore, right? He handed it over to Brother Voodoo or something. Right. So he hands it over to Brother Voodoo, and then Brother Voodoo gets captured into the uh what's that called with the mindless ones the dark uh, dimension sure. <laughs> dark dimension 
Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Dune? Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? They don't have any black people in the Jersey Shore. They're all blackish. Right. <laughs> They're just wannabes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, he got uh, captured or lost or whatever, and so he's there for now, and so uh, uh, Strange is like, hmm, well, I guess I'll hold down the fort until you're back. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I not to hate on uh, Jericho, but I'm not feeling him as the as the sorcerer supreme. Well, and neither was he, and you know, I guess neither was anybody else, and I guess that's kind of the uh, the good, you know, the good sort of person to put in uh, such a huge role. Somebody who doesn't feel that they deserve it, but might be able to handle it. Right. Yeah. Um. And uh, I don't know. I think it might be good in the long run. I think we get some good stories out of it. Maybe. Is, yeah. Ultimately, yeah. what I want to see. Speaking of good stories, I think we can all stop reading comics because uh, after DC reboots and the X-Men split up and uh, reboot to Uncanny X-Men number one again and... Uh, you know, even Ultimate Universe, they're killing Spider-Man. I'm like, well, do We're we tapping out? Yeah, it's been a good run. <laughs> Just like, uh, I guess I need a new name for the website. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of uh, death going around. Has Has Uncanny uh, ended yet? When is that coming out? Uh, I want to say August or something. I could be wrong. I don't. I'm. I'm not up to date exactly. I. I. For the past couple of years, I've been just reading things in chunks, which is a nice way to read it. But then you end up being always a little behind. Yeah. And what is the what is the point of that? Have you guys seen anything in Wizard? Are they just trying? I mean, it doesn't the exist anymore. Really? Yeah. Which I still uh, want to know what happened to my uh, subscription. I still they owe me something. <laughs> yeah, I guess they they would. Yeah, like, sorry. Good luck trying to collect that. Ha ha. Uh, fuck. Fuckers. Dog fancy never did that to me. <laughs> mm. So, why? I mean, uh, did their readership drop off? Is there, are the are comics like uh, print comics really doing that poorly? They've got to cancel X Men and they can't support a fanzine anymore. Well, it's you know X Men. They're just doing it for the new new uh, readers. But when it comes to fanzines, they're just like you know what? There's too many people, you know, listening to the Comics Online podcast to actually give a shit about Wizard anymore. And uh, then Wizard yeah. just became a bad movie advertisement, kind of like Comic Con, actually. Yeah, kind kind of like the Comics Online website. What? Yep. <laughs> uh, but you know, whatever. You know, magazines are so, not up to date. You know, they're two months behind all the time. I are they trying to the get a number one out of this, Dan? Are they? No. What do you mean? Is this actually? Or, or a, no, no. Uh, X Men. Are they? Is this actually a reboot, or are they just renumbering the way, the way um, you know they did a while back? To my understanding, it's uh, it's a renumbering. Uh, I guess Wolverine and Cyclops have a falling out and okay. uh they they That's split up 
Yeah, shocking. And, uh, the, you know, it's the, the split is so severe that they can't go on numbering with their existing numbering scheme. Oh, wow, that is quite a schism. Right. <laughs> and so it's just going to go to, what, are they going to just go with the other X titles, or are they just creating, and like, what's Uncanny going to turn into? Anything? No, it's going to be Uncanny X-Men number one. Starring Jubilee's oh. X-Men. Yeah. I don't like it when they do that kind of thing. You know, I mean, what I is the... Like either. Just the sales bump from a from a number one, and plus the whole last issue thing. Because yeah, don't, remember I they imagine. reset. Was that DC that did that? Just kind of ridiculous when they you know had Superman number twelve. You know, and eventually they just gave up and and went, went back. back. I don't I don't think you can duck the soap opera esque nature of comics. There's a huge backstory to be absorbed, no matter what the numbering on the corner says. Well, but they try. And, and you look at DC right now, they're rebooting absolutely everything, and Action Comics number one is about to come out. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I think that's a, I think that's a mistake. There's, there's just going to be another another outcry. And, you know, whenever somebody tries to retcon, do like a massive continuity adjust like that, then... Uh, you know, there's another faction that will protest, and, you know, they're just going to change it again down the line. You know, renumbering the comic is like killing off a character. There's no chance that they can stay dead because no one person is in charge of what's going on for long enough. That's true. But they're, uh, in theory, uh, what I understand to be the case is they're going to, uh, there's going to be a new JLA in, uh, I think, August. And then starting in September, there are 52 new number one issues. Hmm. Yeah, and is there some kind of uh, continuity-wide mega event explaining this? Yeah, it's uh, Flashpoint. The reverse Flash, uh, Zoom, uh, went back yeah. and changed some things. Okay. And, and uh, you know, for a while they were just they were just a what do you call uh, miniseries limited series and they uh, you know it was a nice little alternate universe little ultimate universe if you will ultimate DC yeah which is fine I was like yeah hey yeah, yeah sure you know do it <clears throat> is anyone happy about this like have you read any websites like oh it's a great idea like I'm, I'm totally sure stoked. I mean I haven't but I doubt it I, who other than people who are in the pocket of you exactly know. <laughs> Just people sucking the dicks of uh Various DC folks, everybody else, anybody who you know has a long-term investment, either monetary or you know emotional, yeah, uh, in, into these characters, nobody wants that. That's bullshit. Right. And they had a lot of good shit going on. They had all this Green Lantern shit. They had the new Batman Inc. There's a lot of good stuff going on, and you know you're just gonna throw it out. Um, you know, instead of saying, oh, hey, we're going to split off this universe and we're going to have two universes, much like Marvel did, and to, to, in my understanding, great success. But no. Anyway, fuck them. I'll, you know, I'll check it out and we'll see in, in the future whether or not I continue to uh, read them. If they don't shape up, you'll have to start just downloading the comics for free. <laughs> yeah, you have to start that. Yeah, well, 
That'll learn him. That'll. Uh, uh. I'm thinking about starting beating off. <laughs> Me too. <sighs> I hear it's all the rage on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Check this out. So, uh, so what else you been doing lately? Uh, that's, uh, that's pretty much it, pop culture-wise. I haven't seen much stuff, although I was in a Barnes & Noble the other day, and I saw the, a compilation of the first several issues of, I guess, Straczynski is doing Wonder Woman right now. Yeah. Have you guys read any of that? No. Yeah. I Wonder saw Woman has always been a I'm like, tough uh... sell. But uh, nevertheless, she persists. You know, she's one of the big three. It's frankly one of the oldest titles out there. But I don't think it's ever been a, a big seller. They just can't seem to find something that will lure people in in big numbers. Yeah. They can make well, a mail. It doesn't have to I'd be a big seller on its own. I think people I, just, uh, you know, say, oh, girl power. And they say, oh, you know, if you don't love Wonder Woman, then you hate strong women. But really? You know the character isn't that. Yeah, great? that's a total lie. I hate all women. All right. <laughs> so it's it's a total understatement. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. There's that. Are you are you going to be joining the comics online folks for the uh, the Transformers uh, premiere on Monday, Josh? No, Transformers is not. Uh, my bag. Like I said, the yeah. toys are okay, but uh, I'm not uh, blown away by the, the drama of uh, Optimus versus Voltron or whatever his name is. <laughs> Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> now that, now there's a movie I would pay to see. <laughs> Optimus versus Voltron. <laughs> Mashup. Yep. You gonna are you gonna join us for the uh, the third annual comic concert downtown during a comic con? I very well may. Uh, I see that uh, um, Dream Street down here, the site of the second annual comic concert, is no no longer. That's sad. It is defunct. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, basically we tore up the place so much that uh, their insurance would not cover it, and they were never able to get back on their feet financially. Yeah, not uh, a heavy you know what happens crowd. when geeks come to town? Yeah. It's not pretty. What'd you say, Dune? Not a heavy drinking crowd. No. You and I, maybe, but no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't really going nuts. But we should have some good guests and whatnot. Um, you know, we'll, of course, have a bunch of voice actors, um, as promised, and we're hoping to get some other actual actors. Um, you know, we're looking into uh, working with... Hand actors. Machine. What's that? Like hand models. Hand models. <laughs> <laughs> They're extremely important in the uh, Green Lantern flick previously discussed. When you wanted close-ups <laughs> of that thing... It had to be just the right hand. That's Chad just right. asked me if we're still on. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> barely. Just barely. We can split this into two episodes. I forgot to ask, did they have uh, Owens in that movie? Who? In the Green Lantern movie, did they have the little blue guys? Oh, <laughs> 
I thought you meant someone whose last name was Owens. Do um, they have Owens? <laughs> yes. Wilson or any of the others? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had uh, uh, the uh, the Guardians, yes. Oh, uh, yeah, the and Guardians. And they wore weird head things, like these clear bubbles on their heads. Really? That's what are you guys talking about? We're talking about Clear Green bubbles. Lantern movie. Bubbles like Lady Gaga wears? Right. No, no. Like Green, Lantern. Green Lantern movie, Chad? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I'm not going to see it because I've heard too many bad things now, and it just disappointed me now. I'm, I'm upset about that. Are you upset? And I, I can't handle another shitty DC movie. I think it was worthwhile. What was, was the last one? The last one, Superman. Yeah, Superman Returns. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. I can't handle like going into it with great expectations and then seeing fucking Brandon Ruth or whoever Ryan Reynolds acting like shit and just really bad. From what I hear, it's Ryan Reynolds' disembodied head the whole time with CG. It was fun. So, I liked it. You liked it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't huh. see what the problem is. I think people are full of shit. I don't know. It's, I, I've read other I've read other reviews, and I've heard my buddies talk about it, and they're just like, yeah, they're like, it's pretty much like Zombie from Pee Wee's Playhouse, like a CGI head the Mecca whole like a high, make a hiney ho. Mecca that like a high, make a Johnny ho. Well, in the movie realm, because they haven't really done anything. They're kind of behind Marvel movie-wise. Uh, you know, it's just really oh, yeah. Superman and the and the Dark Knight flicks, and everybody loves those. So, overall, their batting average is high. Hmm. What are they coming up with next? What's next in the pipeline for DC? We were just talking about Wonder Woman, and that's been on the table for, like, years, and they were going to have Whedon write it, and that turned into a thing, and now I guess it's just gone. Which one? Yeah, because they, well, they, tried, the, they tried the TV show, and it didn't work out. The they did that pilot for Wonder Woman, remember, with uh, Adrian Pilecki, and really? they can't. They, yeah, they canceled that after the pilot. Like they hated the the network hated the pilot. They're gonna show it on the fucking like WB or some shit. Isn't that like, the kid from Jerry Maguire? What the kid from Jerry Maguire? No, Jonathan Lewinsky <laughs> was not in it. Uh, <laughs> Adrian Pilecki, who is the wife of uh, what's his name from Supernatural. <laughs> Sam really? Supernatural, yeah. That's yeah, she's, she's also Nick in it. She was, she was like a demon or something in it for a while. She was on Friday Night Lights. She was in, uh, uh, what was the movie with uh, Paul Bettany where he was the fallen angel? Legion. Mm. She was the pregnant chicken, Legion. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So she was Wonder Woman. And they did the whole like new suit design for that show. And then. Oh, you the one that Jim Lee just came up with? What's was that? Jim Lee who did the, the new suit? Yeah, it was Jim Lee. Fucking Jim Lee. So when they draw yeah. some fucking X Men dick and quit doing shitty things with other characters. Yeah, don't redesign Wonder Woman. We all love we all love her voluptuous chest piece and no pants. Yeah, man, Linda Carter was rocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get a low rise version of the Linda Carter outfit, and I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was probably one of the first things I ever rubbed one out to. So, <laughs> I mean, that. Dukes of Hazard, what? That, Bach. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Catherine Bach. 
Uh, Daisy Dukes. Anyone? I, I Sorry, guys. Were, aren't they, um, speaking of there's another one coming out oh, and something out like me, something. Yeah, Josh, you're, you're falling apart, dude. Try again. I was just saying, uh, you had mentioned Legion, and I thought there was another sort of Legion vein movie coming out. Dang it, I can't remember Priest? what it's called. I don't know if Bettany is in it or not. No, not Priest. It's, it's coming up. Did anybody see Priest? No. Mm -mm. What, the Paul Bettany Priest movie? Is that you talking about? No, I don't think he's in that, is it? Discovering new species of what, no, yeah. Yeah, I thought he was like the main character in that movie. Is he? Maybe. Yeah, I think Paul Bettany is the main character, like where he's fighting vampires and shit. Yeah. Or. Yeah, I think he. I think he's. The, I think he's the main character in that movie, dude. Oh. So. I don't know. I think that they should seriously get HBO and make fucking Preacher. I think Preacher would be one of the best, like, HBO miniseries or a season-long thing ever. But they want to make a movie out of it, and that sucks because they're going to stupid. it all up. Yeah, yeah I agree. Up, like, I think that the series would be much better. Yeah, if it was, then, like, you know you have an endpoint for it. You can't keep going on. Just do, like, 16 episodes of it. Do the whole, you know, do the exact translation of it, and it would fucking fit HBO's format so well. So yeah, I that think format that's works best do. for everything. Yeah, it does. They should they should do the same thing if they really wanted to do something cool. They should do a uh, like a Hellblazer, like a Constantine series. Oh, he is in Priest. You're right. He said he wants HBO to screw with Preacher and make like a Cassidy-esque, like kind of Twilighty spinoff deal that goes on. <laughs> it's like True Blood, but with Cassidy. Yeah. So, oh, that's so what I like wanted to talk about. True Blood cool is idea. coming back tomorrow. 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 I'm excited. I don't have HBO anymore. I'm going to have to fucking... I don't either. You don't have to download it. That's what I was just talking to my buddy about earlier. Like, he was helping me move, and he was, like, all pumped. He's like, oh, True Blood's on tomorrow. And I was like, I don't have HBO. I'm going to download it. Fucking pissed. I thought True Blood was Showtime anyway, no? No, no it's HBO. Okay. Showtime's like weeds in the United States of Terra. Dexter, hello. Dexter, Dexter. I forgot about Dexter. I haven't Have watched you Dexter guys for a while. Seen, uh, Game of Thrones. That's the other thing that's on HBO right now. Dude, Not you yet. know what? I downloaded the series the other day. My shitty uh -huh. fucking life. So I'm <laughs> probably gonna get laid off. And then I'm like, to 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 you know feel good about myself home and I was like I'm gonna drink some beers and watch Game of Thrones I downloaded the whole fucking series it's like I'm just gonna nice. sit at home and watch Game of Thrones my fucking motherboard fried out in my la in my PC my desktop oh god so oh, I can't get any I, I have like I have like 500 gigs of movies on there and I can't get in TV series and I can't get to any of them <laughs> and the only computer I have now is my work laptop that they're gonna take from me when they lay me off and I can't stream video. My life sucks, dude. And I have to move on Wednesday. Wow. So, yeah. It sucks. My life is shitty. And I'm trying to get out to San Diego to go to Comic-Con. And I have no money. This is great. Yeah, this does I sound like it's just about anything, by the way. What's yeah, that? I don't know if it's, it's me or I can't Chad hear or what. No, I just, it just, uh, it just like freaked out on me and did the, I'm on my, let me get on my computer instead of my fucking Android. This thing sucks. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Ah, uh, that sounds All right. <laughs> On that note, my food is here, and I'm going to head out because I've been podcasting for two hours. All right. You are a hero. All right, Dan. All right, well, it's a pleasure talking with you guys. Let me uh, let me sign us off in that case. Uh, so that's the podcast for this week. Hopefully we can do uh, a, a couple more uh, maybe before Comic-Con. Uh, join us at Comic-Con July 21st, uh, downtown San Diego in the Gas Lamp at a venue called... Uh, the stage for the third annual comic concert. Uh, check out all the information about that on the Twitter or on the Comics Online uh, Facebook. So for Dune and Chad and Dix and Josh and for everything geek pop culture, I'm Kevin Goswan and this is Comics Online. Comics Online Podcast. Disclaimer, the opinions expressed by the participants in this podcast are their own and do not represent those of Comics Online, any other participants, or any employers past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing, much less overcoming great fear. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciate foul language, alien naughty bits and fighting sarcasm as well as everything geek pop culture, even when it's delivered by a robotic voice like mine. If you have comments, questions or suggestions for the Comics Online podcasters, we invite you to post in our forums at comicsonline.com, follow us on Twitter, like our Facebook group, and you can always email us at podcast at comicsonline.com or call us at 1-559-LOVE-KEEK. That's 1-559-568-4335. All original material in this podcast copyright Comics Online. In brightest day, in darkest night, the Comics Online podcast is it right. See us podcast live at the third annual comic concert. Tickets available at Comics Online. See you there.
from leaping tall builders to going off like gamma bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com.